Frosty the snowman took a little girl away. Whoa. And then it buried her in the basement. And wow. then something else happened. Yikes. Then we looked at everybody around her. But and then we couldn't really figure out who the fuck did it. Man, you creative with these, man. You really been like cooking. I don't know. My brain, my brain just works. Yeah. And, and just throw them in the yeah. the kitchen and let them cook. I just do it if it if it, if it sticks. You know, throw it to the wall. If it mm-hmm. sticks, it sticks. Jingle maker, podcaster, basketball coach, fantastic chef. Hey, I you mean, wear, what, can, what can this guy do? You wear many hats, but none of them fit though. Wine connoisseur. Wear many hats, none of them fit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this story, the, the song I, I sang really had a, a little theme to it. You know, what I'm saying it's. I don't know if you guys ever heard, but have you heard of John Bonet Ramsey? I have not. Not until you actually sent me the story that we were doing this one, and uh, I'm interested to learn more about her. So you know, you know all about pageantry, right? Like yeah. women pageants. Like yeah, like Miss America, Miss America, and there's like different age brackets, right? So you can do that from an early age. I didn't know you could do it from this age. Um, after reading up on this story, she started early. She started very she early. She started very early. Yeah. But before we really get into what happened. Let's give a little background on Jean Bonnet Ramsey. Yeah, so today we're doing a story on Jean Bonnet Ramsey. No, I don't know. That was a terrible French accent. <laughs> but Jean Bonnet. <laughs> she was born August 16th, 1990, right? The same year you were born. What was what, what, her birthday? August 6th, 1990. She was a couple of days, old, a couple of months older than me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Shout out to all the Leos. Yeah, it made me feel old. Fuck, <laughs> no, thanks. And she was born in Atlanta, Georgia. 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 <laughs> and she ended up moving to Boulder, Colorado. Obviously, she, but like her family, her family. ended up moving to Boulder, Colorado. And um, basically, what you know, she was most known for, and why she gained a lot of fame in, in this story, is because she was a child beauty queen. So kind of like we were mm-hmm. talking about earlier. Right, there's all different types of pageants for different ages. Sometimes there's Miss Universe, right? Miss, um, Miss, America. Miss America, Miss California, Miss Texas, Miss so on whatever. and so forth. Yeah. But from a very young age, this Jean Veni Ramsey, oh, Javivi, right? <laughs> right? They, their, her parents put her in this pageantry game from a very early age. Right, and you know, she was doing her thing. Like she was one of the well-known, like. Characters, mm-hmm. I want to say characters, right? It's like a main character effect. But she was her fa- her parents were her, they were rich, they were good looking people. Mm-hmm. So they said you have why to be not? good looking to give birth to a pageant kid, uh, right? They said why not? Why right? not? If you look at her, she's a cute girl. She's a cute little girl. Like if you look at her, you're like damn, like she's so adorable. Oh my god, like you know, kind of thing. Like when a grandparent would see you and like pinch your cheek, kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. That's her. She, I mean, looking at pictures again. This is an audio only podcast. Maybe on the Instagram page we post a picture, but like she looks kind of like a doll. Like it's right. like, at first glance, you're like, oh, is that like a a really nice doll? Like a rag doll type shit. Yeah, like yeah. one of those. Um, I forget the names of them, but my sister had some of those collections, right? Almost dolls like the, that were like almost real life. Looking. Yeah, but they had like a collection of names, and they had different outfits for them. And yeah. I don't know. My sister wasn't super into those. She only had like one or two, but interesting, right? It's interesting, but it's just I don't know. It's her story is inter- her story is interesting in itself, right? Because like starting at such a young age, I feel like there's so much pressure that that is put not just on you as a child, but 
your parents as well, right? Because your parents have to make sure that you're up to par, you're being able to keep up with everybody else. Same thing with adults, I, I would say, right? With pageantry, like they have to, you know, find out what the competition is doing. And There's a lot of moving parts, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, but this story has an unfortunate, you know, twist. Tell us what happened. So, on, so for us, it'd be tomorrow. Oh. Right? So, in 1996, December 26th, oh, man. Jean Bonnet's body was found murdered in her basement. Gasp in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to gasp in French. Ah. <laughs> Baguette. Gasp. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. Yes, her body was found um, by Patsy, which is her mother. Um, and then they reported, they, before she had reported her missing. Right, and then they were they found her body at five fifty two a.m. God damn! And then um, her father John and her brother Burke, uh, Burke was nine, so they were around after mom found it. Mom was screaming, you know, calling nine one one and all that. Uh, Patsy was a former beauty pageant herself, so that goes to show, like you know, when they say like parents when they can't accomplish something, they push the pressure onto their kids, mm. right? Like a lot of. You know, a lot of dads who didn't make it into the NBA, what do they do? They have boys. Like, they push them to be better. Even sometimes girls, right? Girls, right? Yeah. Yeah, they push them to be better at certain things because they couldn't make it that far. Right. Because they had, oh, you're the reason I didn't make it far, so you better make it far Mm kind of thing, right? Not realizing or understanding what their child wants to do. Right. So, uh, despite the initial search of the house, uh, Nothing. They didn't find anything suspicious, but they found her. She was beaten and strangled. God damn. Six-year-old. Beaten and strangled. Can you believe that, man? A six-year-old. Like, what could she have seen or done to deserve such an atrocity? Right? Because, I mean, like, yeah. You could whoop them and you beat them by accident. You give them a concussion. Cool. Like, I'm not saying it's cool, but, like, at least they'll live. Right. This wasn't no accident. If you strangle somebody, like, something, like, they've seen something or they know something they shouldn't know, and you just want to silence them, so in order for you to silence them, you just... But it happened in the house, so to me, that's not, that's kind of tricky. Right. Right, like, it makes you think, like, what's going on in that house to where, like, nobody was aware that your star pupil in your house went missing? You gotta say, if you would, like a French person. Right. <laughs> um... But yeah, all the family members uh, give their DNA, you know, to be tested. And, you know, nobody, they weren't able to find anything. Really? Which is, to me, that's crazy. So, on January 1997, the parents gave their first TV interview. You know, they were like, whoever killed my daughter, dot, 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 please, blah, blah, blah. If you know anybody that talks about it, this and this and all that in a third. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, most parents, when they plead, they, they usually, like, are pleading to other mothers most moms they plead to other mothers to yeah because you can relate in that motherly instinct of like oh my gosh you're freaking out mm-hmm. not only do you find your child dead but you don't know how they died right and we've covered a lot of different stories and even got pl- close to someone like Eva right. Radios, right and like as a mother I just yeah anyone with that motherly instinct you crave to know even if you weren't there to stop it you crave to know who did it right just right. for that peace sometimes yeah, and also too, like because of that too, it created some. I don't want to say panic, but some type of panic because now every there's a killer on the loose that's killing six year old girls. Right. Right. Even though it's only one body, but it only takes one to start 
a trend to start yeah. a domino effect, right? Like when we talked about Richard Ramirez, mm. right? His whole story about how he kidnapped that one one girl, took him took him back to her house and all that. Like it takes one to create a, a chain reaction. Yeah, you know. So everybody was panicked. Everybody was looking, trying to find out who's doing this, who's committing these atrocious, who committed such an atrocious crime right. against such a up and comer. Right, because that's what she was, you know. Back then, like, she—that's what she was. She was an up and comer. Mm-hmm. She was making a name for herself on the pageant scene, you know, being known. And then, um, in ni- April nineteen ninety-seven, they identified her parents as a prime suspect. Right, it which makes sense. Like, if a wife dies, who's or a wife or husband died in the house, especially in the house, right? And there's like no other evidence you can draw up as far as like someone breaking in right. right a forced entry at some point then it's like you're looking at whoever lives in that house right because you're looking at for example again wife husband mm-hmm. wife or husband usually does it mm-hmm. they usually look at them first mm-hmm. and then after that then they look outside maybe like a butler a butler if they have that kind of capacity I'm assuming they're a pageant family so maybe they have a butler or maid or some help they had money they had a, they had they a, a nanny they had a maid and an in-house nanny mm. Um, and then they found out that John uh, uh, wrote a ransom note, and then Patsy was ruled out. John is the father, so he wrote a ransom note to to ask for like this and this and all that. That was like before the body was fully discovered. Damn. So that right there puts you on the on the. I won't say no fly list, but it puts you on the the no no list. Yeah, you're definitely a suspect at large now. Yeah. And then um, July, her autopsy uh, was um, unsealed. Um, the coroner found that there was deep ligature around the victim's neck, uh, around the right wrist, evidence so that she was bound and strangled. So they tied her up before they killed her. What? How strong is a six-year-old? Not strong at all. I feel like a six-year-old, I mean, their hands are pretty small and, like, they could definitely be loud and kind of active and, like, run around a lot. But if, you know, you grab a hold of them, they're not very... Uh strong enough to fight back up whatsoever yeah not assertive at all mm-hmm. right so the fact and then um there was blood abrasions uh were found around her her, her no-no area mm. uh and Damn. then uh she was struck in the head with a uh, violent enough that caused bleeding 8.5 inches fracture to her skull you know how deep that is? And a six-year-old's call, mind you, is small. Yeah. So the fact that you had to hit her so hard for it to leave such a deep gash, that's crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Jesus. So March 1998, grand jury convened. A grand jury was convened in 1998 in um, the same year in Colorado. Uh, Spring, uh, Springs detective brought out a retirement uh, resigned and protest over the handling of the case. He came back, he came from retirement and then resigned. And I always like that. I mean, I feel like sometimes that's the premise of a lot of movies, right? Right. Where it's like a detective or maybe someone just in law enforcement in general who has been out of the game, right? But then a case that is interesting enough to them is like, whoa, like, and I feel like that's something that piqued this man's interest, right? Mm Because you don't come out of retirement just for nothing, right? Unless you really feel interested or intrigued or someone reached out and sometimes there's a money incentive right like mm-hmm. maybe the parents are like hey we really need you to figure out the, who this is but uh, I also feel like it's something that kind of just like just like an athlete 
sometimes these detectives or retired people are competitive too. Mm-hmm. And when they find something that they know can scratch their itch, they go for it. Right, and it's the same concept with, uh, if you watch, um, what's that, Criminal Minds, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have all these, like, profilers, like, FBI profilers. Like, their mind, they look for high-profile cases, right? And then they find little things that they, they, they can make your mind, like, you as a parent. Like, if you're hurting to find out who killed your child... Your mind is gonna start pondering and thinking about something else. Oh, like they put this idea in my head. Like I'm now I'm wondering, like who did this and who did that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I it's an interesting to find that he came out of retirement and then just to quit again. You know, um, but then in 1999 the grand jury was dismissed. They didn't have enough sufficient evidence to bring any charges. Um, and then now her 12 year old brother Burke was ruled out as a suspect. Which I don't think I don't know if he could have done it because he was nine at the time, right when when she yeah. died in ninety six. So now he's twelve. But I've seen I've heard younger kids kill. We did that in the story about that Indian kid mm-hmm. that was killing kids for just for the hell of it. And I think that's one thing, right? You could play play the jealousy card, right? For mm-hmm. still looking at that brother as a suspect, but still at nine, it's it's I can see what you're saying where it's a very Unlikely, right? right to, that it to, was him. to be as uh, the, the the way that the um the item that he, mm-hmm. he would have to use to create such a, to use such amount of force, right? To get eight point five inches deep into the skull into mm-hmm. the brain, that like, I don't think a nine year old would have that in. I don't think he was. They're not smart enough to yeah. find a resource like that, you know? right? And if it to, to tie her up, bound her, and then strangle her, I don't. That's that takes a criminal mind, mm-hmm. in in a sense, right? Like not an ordinary person, you know. So, in 2000, the family published a book proclaiming innocence. I feel like anytime you do something like that, you just look, I, I would look at you stupid. Yeah, I would too. I mean, don't don't you remember OJ's book? OJ's book, uh, what's her name, what's her name, what's her name? Casey oh, Anthony. Oh, Casey Anthony, fucking Casey Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at those people, they're stupid. Anytime you write a book, all the police got to do is go back and find any mis, mis, uh, like, uh, misnomers. Like stuff that you said in the interview that you said in the book that that didn't line up. Like that's all they gotta do is look for that. Right. And the fact that this family decided to write the death of innocence. That's the name of the book. Wow. Which is stupid. Because like if you need to silence is the best proof that you're innocent to me. Right. Yes, you want you want justice for your kid. Go on TV, ask for justice. Writing a book about it, that's Mm -hmm. not the right way. Because now you're asking for monetary gain. Right. Yeah, because it seems like you're trying to capitalize off a moment, mm-hmm. right? And so that becomes like a less sincere, or less genuine motive behind writing the book in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, Patsy, which is the mother, dies as a teacher, and then she confessed um, in 2006 that John Mark confessed to murdering her daughter, um, but was clear later because his DNA did not match to the sample found at the scene. Mind you, they have a DNA. Imagine, okay, you know how do we do all these sampling when we send our DNA to to test what we are and all this and all that. Imagine if they now tried that and found found out who did it. Okay, I'm just saying, just put an idea out there, right? Because they've used it to solve many cases. That's how they found the Golden State Killer. Because somebody submitted their DNA, and then it happened to be one of his relatives, mm-hmm. and then they found out it was him. You know who the Golden State Killer is, right? Yeah. He was a cop and all that. Like, he thought he was, you know, 
that nobody was gonna catch him, nobody's gonna ever like thought it was him. And then years later, like during COVID, they caught his bitch ass. Good. You know, and now he's in a Fuck wheelchair. He's in a wheelchair, like <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. Bitch motherfucker, you were a cop. You knew what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, taking advantage of the system. That's what you were doing. But he did though. He really did. And then in 2008, Ramsey family cleared through Touch DNA. So the family had nothing to do with it. The mom, dad. Damn. So 26 years later, right? We're still trying to figure out who killed John Bonet. Well, 20, 20, yeah, 20 something plus years. Mm-hmm. That's such a long time ago, right? And to think that we still haven't found anything for that case is pretty wild, right? I mean, obviously, you went down to like some of the main suspects, being the brother and the parents. But, you know, that the fact that like no one else whether it was a butler or someone else who was just kind of in and out the house, family mm-hmm. member, a neighbor even, right? right. Um, it's, you know, I know sometimes, obviously, like, youth commit suicide, right? But there's no way the six-year-old would know how to, uh, what, what's the word? Not manipulate, but maybe, like, maul, like, maul her body so, like, grotesquely. Right. You know, at a high level kind of deal. And so, at least it's a lot of questions, you know what I mean? A lot of unanswerable questions. Well, yeah, cause, because, like, if you're looking at it the way you're looking at it, for her to be able to, one, tie herself up, two, strangle herself, mm-hmm. three, hit herself in the head, that that's that's a trifecta. Mm-hmm. Plus, also, there were DNA found in around her no-no area. You know, like, if you really think about all of that, like... And it's a six-year-old dog. It's that's a like, That's kind of... That's, that's fucked. Yeah. It's the best way to say it. It's, and... and, and it, not knocking, you know, parents who want their kids to do um, pageantry or none of that stuff. Like, whatever you choose, it's your child. Be happy, be healthy, honey, the Cheerios. You know what I'm saying? But if you really think yeah. about it, though, a lot of these kids, their parents dress them in such a manner, right, to make them appeal to certain judges, mm-hmm. like certain male judges. And for me, I don't trust any of those male judges because in my mind, they're, they they give me pedophile vibes. Yeah. Big time. I mean, how are you going to be an adult judging fucking six-year-olds in a right. beauty pageant? So, for the fact that they, they have those guys over there watching... I don't... That, that, that right there just... Red flag. Yeah. Red flag. So, the fact that she had DNA down in her no-no area, you know, like I said, she was a cute, let me pinch your cheek to me kind of girl. But you look at somebody who's attracted to that, now what? He'll find Change. his... He'll find his way. Up, yeah. He'll find his way to get inside that house. All he has to do is say, "Oh yeah, I'm one of the judges. I want to give her some pointers on what to look for." Right. And then next thing you know, he just walks out. And then, like I said, she was reported missing for a little bit before they found her inside the basement. And what, and what's tough is like, you know, not to knock the parents, right? But I do feel like, man, like from an early age, right? Like you got as parents, you got to be like kind of conscious of wherever your children are at mm-hmm. at all times, because. You know, the world can be evil, and I don't want to say it's a dangerous place, but it, it just can be. And there's certain people around that you never know what they're going to do and what their intentions are when a child is left alone, right? I think any child, like, under, like, that 13, 14 range, right, mm-hmm. is dangerous to leave them alone for any period of time. And that's one of the reasons, like, to this day, like, the girls are like, Coach, why do you always stay, like, wait for us to leave? I'm like, because... Yeah, you guys are young women. Mm-hmm. There are cycles out there that are waiting for that one opportunity. All it takes is one opportunity yeah. for them to just snatch you up, and that makes their whole year. Now, if I could stand here and be a male presence, 
just to deter them from approaching you. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. If I gotta tell you come sit your ass inside the gym, wait till you when you tell me your parents are here, and I walk outside, put my head out. I, I'm gonna do it. Right. Because at the end of the day, women, young women, are subject to more harm than young men. Right. Right. Which is, I mean, it's 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 the world we live in. Right. Yeah. And so. I feel like her story, man, and it has to be somebody that was known because there was no way they were able to get inside that house and, you know, kill her. Right. Strangle her, do all that, and then for nobody to know about it. Somebody oh, had to know about it. And almost someone like the fact that no one was brought up that had an extra key, mm-hmm. right? Because, again, there was no forced entry point, right? right? So, like, someone almost got in without any force or something like that so you gotta think someone who has a key someone who knows maybe it was the 90s so maybe like houses did have codes back then but it was Mm -hmm. more rare than it is now right but you know someone who knew maybe like a bathroom window is like kind of cracked open the basement window the basement window or something like that you know what I mean so someone had to know the schematics know who was going to be there know what times are usually there you know know what and how to get her to the basement Mm -hmm. to commit such crime which is wild though, like, man. Again, like we, like you mentioned in the beginning, like talking about like um, Victoria, Victoria Barrios' story. Like mm-hmm. we're talking to her mom and stuff. Like, her mom knew where she was. Like, it's not like she didn't know where her daughter was because she had right. her location. You know, she wasn't careless about it. But it's just like a lot of people though are so careless with their with their kids nowadays because they're like, oh, I could track you. I could do this. And I'm gonna find you. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't necessarily mean they're safe. I told I told some of these girls, I'm like, the person, your parents, or you may think you could trust the most could be the one that could cause you the most harm. You know, a uh, uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah. You know, 100%. so you just gotta be like careful no matter what. Don't 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 trust strangers. Even if you think you know them, you don't really know them. Mm-hmm. You know them on a public surface, but on a on a personal level, you don't know nothing about that person. You know. So I found the reason I wanted to do this story because this story's been talked about for years and years and years. Like I said, like it's been like twenty plus years. Yeah. And it's still unsolved. Who do you think did it? Me, I think it was I, either mom or dad sold her. Like get pay, had somebody pay them mm. to get to get her into like a top tier pageant, and then something went wrong because they 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 reported her missing and then they found her inside the house. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that doesn't make sense either, right? And again, it goes back to, like, the killing doesn't even have to be necessarily done in the house, right? right? Something, someone could have kidnapped her, killed her outside, and then and brought, her, brought in. her in. Yeah. But yeah, someone who had to know the schematics of everything. But how you not know where your kids are? Where your yes. six-year-old is? Mm-hmm. But you know where your nine-year-old was? Doesn't make sense. Right, the one that's supposedly your moneymaker, mm-hmm. your one that's bringing attention to your family. Your claim yet, to fame. Your so, claim to so fame. Call, there you right? go. And yet you had no perspective of where she was. That makes absolutely no sense to me. But, you know, to each their own parenting. But that I don't know how you guys feel about this story. But me personally, I feel like their parents had to know about it. Who do you think? I think the parents had to know about it, too. Uh, I think, to be honest, kind of like you said, I think one of the parents were in on it. Right. And I think. But if one of the parents was in on it, I would like to think that the other parent would say something. So it might have even just been both, both. the parents were in mm-hmm. on it, right? And, you know, one thing we don't see is, like, or we didn't hear about was, like, if they have, like, an insurance policy, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, like, there's that, right? There's that corruption in it. 
you're doing it for some sort of money that is to be gained if that person died but um it's not like they had that kind of incentive to do it Mm -hmm. you know i think it's just something went wrong like like I said, it was more like because like I said, Dad wrote the note asked for a ransom. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he did that, that's that's what's leading me to think that they had something to do with it, mm-hmm. right? But I think like maybe they were just with her, or with somebody or around somebody, and then she got hit in the head, and mm-hmm. then something happened. So they did it to make it seem like it was a big big thing, mm-hmm. right? Like to make it like instead of an accident, they made it look like oh somebody actually did it, you know? So I don't know. I'm not a expert i'm not a coroner expert i'm not a but it's fun to think about this right but it's an interesting thought process Mm -hmm. you know because like it makes you think like but there like i watched this video the other day where this mom because her daughter her son her son would not eat she smashed his skull into 71 pieces god damn and then burned him or cut him into pieces cooked him in the oven burnt him i mean buried him and then called the police called him find him missing that's fucking deep. God damn, cut him into pieces. So you do the math on that. Like you don't know what somebody's mind is capable of in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so but that's the story we have for y'all, man. Like just take care of y'all kids, man. Yeah, always keep an eye on them. And if you're around kids, you know, make sure you keep an eye on them, whether it's your cousins, nephews, right? Yeah, I don't know, siblings. There's all kinds of stuff, but man. It's a scary world sometimes for the people who can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Right, and you look at a large group of that as kids. You know, sometimes people who are dis- with the disability, mm-hmm. elderly too, right? Uh, women a lot of the time as well. So it's just look out for one another. That's for sure. Yep. Hey man, what you got for the folks, Noah? Just be sure to like, be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow the podcast wherever you listen on. Thanks for tuning in as always. And if you have any suggestions of what podcasts or what stories we should do. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at a sip of crime at a sip of crime, and uh, you can suggest something for us, and we'll do it. Yeah, man. Hey, like I said, it's the holiday season. Happy New Year. You know, be safe out there. Take care of your own. Take care of others that are around you that you see can't take care of themselves. Yeah. Um, you know, just make sure the year's about to end. Make sure you get that. Getting them creases one last time. Yeah. Make sure you wash. Get yeah, creasy with it. <laughs> Get creasy with it. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> if y'all can see him, he's dancing over there. <laughs> he's lathering up. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Hey, just take care of one another, man. With that being said, man. Peace. Peace.